Hello and welcome. It is Monday. It's very special Monday because we have special guests. But before I tell you what our guest, who our guest is, I have to tell you that she's just amazing. A, she's from London. That's my favorite city in the world. Well, one of them. B, she's Olympian rower, which is to me like, whoa, seriously, we have a guest like that? <laughs> and C, she's a diplomat and a professional consultant to help business uh, build effective teams. That's amazing. And she also an actor of the group. Yes, well, indeed. That's just amazing to me. Welcome, Kev Bishop. Hi, Kev. Hi. Hi. Good to be here. Thanks for that lovely introduction. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> We're really impressed. I was just uh, trying to open your book. I'm going to have uh, it on my read list for, two, for the next month, probably. And as I said, we talk, the topic that you said is uh, define success in a way that lasts. And the title of your book is The Long Win. And when I think about it and when you connect it, like trying to connect in my mind, sports, business, personal life, and I'm pretty sure you have the way to connect and to explain it in a one way that works for everyone. So we all think about we all have that question, what does success look like? What's required of me? How do I how do I become successful? We have that as kids. We think, what do our parents want from us? What do our teachers want? So it's in our minds and we think about it in our personal lives, what's required for me to be successful? And we think about it in our professional lives. So I think it's a question that's in our heads. But I think sometimes we don't know how to answer it or we kind of look around us and we see often ways that tempt us to answer it to fit what somebody else wants or to do it in a very short-term way to think about what a success looked like. Whereas actually what I want through the long win and the whole concept is for us to redefine success in a way that has meaning, whether that is success in our personal lives, success in a job, success in a sport or a hobby that we're involved in, so, you know, success at Olympic level or just success in the kind of local team we play for. And so it's really challenging some of what society tempts us to do that, that uh, becomes meaningless. And then we chase something that actually when we get there, it has no lasting value. And I want us to make sure that we define success on our own terms in a way that lasts. That makes perfect sense. It does. Well, it's impressive. I heard a couple of years ago, there were two people that told me, well, it's enough talking about success. I don't want to even hear that word because we all be read and talk about online is success, success, success. Build your success here, success there. Well, there are other words, other terms we can use, but ultimately we like program to improve and improving is like a following the success or what we always talk about is following your dream and building, uh, making those steps toward the dream. So what will you say about those who don't have that goal, that dream, and the definition of success? What the start for So the whole thing is that doesn't, there is no right answer. It doesn't have to be a dream. It doesn't have to be a goal. The point is that you define success. So I started off a bit like the person you spoke to thinking, okay, we've got to stop thinking about it. But we can't. It is everywhere. It's in films. It's in advertising. It's in books. It's on the TV. It's talked about in schools. It's talked about in the places we work. It's talked about at home. 
So I thought rather than trying to stop something, let's redefine it. Let's broaden. Let's reimagine what's possible, but on our own terms. So then you don't have to have a particular goal. It's about what you want to see as success. So success may be, you know, just the values and how you show up each day in a way that gives you integrity or something that's important to you. That's great if that's your definition. I want to get away from feeling there's one day and one point in time when you either are or aren't successful because that is rubbish because life goes on after that point. So I want to get away from this sort of finite thinking to actually defining it in a way that has lasting value. So it is often about, you know, our mindset and, you know, the values, the way we show up, the way we behave. That's actually, for me, much more what success is about. You know, the relationships, whether, again, it's personal or professional, those are the things that help us to succeed. You know, whenever I talk to kind of fellow Olympic medalists, nobody, when we meet, nobody takes the medal. Nobody talks about the race. We talk about, you know, the the, the experiences we had, the moments along the way. It's the same if we're in a great team at work or we've got, you know, great friends or family We talk about those shared experiences, the funny times, the difficult times that we got through, those kind of quirky moments. And that, for me, is where success really lies. Well, it's it's really interesting you say that because I was reading, doing some research and checking and uh, uh, reading about your book. And a person who knew you in the early days on on the rowing team made a comment about you losing a championship race, I guess it is, at one point, and, and how you have taken your life in a very positive direction. And I have actually met people over the years, and they, uh, uh, they don't see failure as tantamount to success. They think success is just this one road where everything is going perfect, and that's what it looks like. But somehow you've made it a part of your life, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what? I also met a lot of people who've won gold medals and who are unhappy, who are depressed, who are totally unfulfilled. And you think, oh, my God, if they're the kind of 0.01% in the world who win a gold medal and they're not happy, then winning isn't working in the way that we've defined it. So we have to take it back and think about, yeah, you know, the twists and turns of life. It's often how we react and respond to those situations, the people we're with, how we support them, how they challenge us. Those are the things that actually help us. It's not one moment in time. It's not one certificate. It's not, it's not anything that probably even goes on your CV. It's actually about, you know, much more who we are and what we learn along the way. So the other kind of concept of the long win is around constant learning. And I see that as success. Because even in a sporting context, the people who improve most, they're the ones who have the best chance of winning. So let's just focus on the improving. Let's just every day improve. And then we'll see where we get to whenever we race. But success is actually about one day doing something a little bit different, a little bit better than you did it the day before, learning something new, trying something out. And, you know, that kind of keeps that natural growth, if you like, that creativity, that ability to explore, not get stuck or trapped in what we're doing and learning it's up to us it's not about going on a course it's about being curious about others we're with asking them questions deliberately looking to understand things from a different perspective people who think differently from us rather than running away from them thinking okay how can I get to understand the world a bit more through your eyes so Mm -hmm. having that real sort of you know a learning approach to what we do for that sits at the heart 
of actually success at any level for me. Well, that thing is very, very good. Now, we have people, listeners and all, who are just regular people like the rest of us. And they, some of them have lost their jobs. Some are still um, not depressed. Some are just concerned about the pandemic and yeah. the ebb and flow of the pandemic and wondering what their career is going to look like when it was on a certain track. Uh, what is your, your response uh, for some of these people about how they can project themselves in another direction rather than falling back? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think it's why my book has done so, you know, has been really well received because it's come out in this time when we are reevaluating what matters. So that's the question to think about. You know, the pandemic has actually helped us to think about what really matters. And that is often it's the relationships, not the trophies. It's the connections we have, the connections we miss that we really value. Do you know what? That's a great lesson to learn to really treasure the people that we know. And, and, you know, if we go through a period again, how can we stay connected if we can't see each other? And then when we can see each other, how do we really kind of make the most of, you know, putting people first? So I talk in the long win about clarity, constant learning and connection. So clarify what really matters that has lasting value. What are the things that maybe you feel people aren't measuring or noticing that to you are really important? Those are what we want to have as at the heart of success, because that's the stuff that really means something to us. Clarify what matters, you know, and just think about what are you learning? I mean, the pandemic has also made us become adaptable. We've learned stuff about ourselves we didn't know before, good and bad. Do you know what? That's all learning. It means we can manage our lives in different ways to try and help ourselves to, you know, be resilient through incredibly challenging times. And, you know, last of all, it is connections. Yeah, we, we really value those, I think, more than ever. So let's make sure we live our lives in a way that puts connections first. Often we organize our diaries, you know, around tasks, around things that other people want. But actually, let's organize it around the people that we value most personally and professionally. So it's a reprioritizing that I think the pandemic has actually helped us to get to a point of realizing we need to do. Yes. You know, I had, I had a a young man that spoke to me the other day from a large company. Actually, he's from Microsoft. I had a problem with my laptop. And so I called him and I don't know what part of the world he was from, but he wanted to tell me when he had a break and we're waiting for things to adjust. He couldn't wait to tell me. Do you know he jumped on cap on the phone? He said he had a break. He said, would you believe this is a good time in my life? He said, would you like to know about it? How can I say no? And he's a technician, all right? And he's never met me. And he began to tell me how he loves his job at Microsoft because he said he spent all of his money in this Asian country traveling before 50% of his income being lost because he had to pay for travel and everything and didn't see his family. He said, all of a sudden, I lost my job, the pandemic, and Microsoft contacted me. And they set me up to be able to work from my home. Now I save almost all my money and I see my family and I'm so thankful. Now, I can't forget that story. The man was so happy. He wasn't depressed because of the pandemic. It changed his life for the better. 
Do you know what? Human stories are the most important metric of success. And there are great ones. And even the, you know, the less positive ones, the human stories that we learn something through and we come out through the storytelling, knowing more about ourselves and connecting with others. So when lots of people are always obsessed with measuring success in some kind of, you know, with numbers and dates and things, I say, no, human stories are actually our best metric of success. And that is a great one. Well, thank you. But you're the one that inspired all of this because I look at you and think about rowing. Uh, all right. I haven't grasped walking yet sometimes. <laughs> Lucy will attest to that. Look at her smiling. <laughs> I'm bumping the things over. <laughs> you sit down when you're rowing so we don't have to stand up. So it's much easier, really. But you, I mean, you exemplify that they're resilient somehow. What, what advice would you give? As we close today, what advice would you give to some of our people now that overcome the resilience because you know all about it? Resilience is like is really about the psychology of how we approach really difficult stuff. And it took me a while to kind of learn it because I kept feeling oh, I was failing here and if I didn't win mm -hmm. something here and really being kind of harsh on myself. And what helped me out of that is just to kind of do, do you know what, every day I'm kind of going to learn something new. And it can be really small things. But just keep asking yourself, what have I learned today? Oh, you know, we can say this didn't work today and this didn't work today and this didn't go right. But you know what? What did you learn today? And that's what you take into tomorrow. So stay on that kind of a learning curve. Use stories. You know, what's the story you've got to tell of the last year, the highs and the lows? Share those stories. So, again, you kind of learn through the storytelling. So keep that learning theme really constant and, you know, that gives you that constant learning resilience, if you like, because good or bad, you keep learning the whole life long. Yes. Yes. I'm glad we talked to Kathy today. Well, I'm glad, too. So now you know that not knowing how to roll doesn't mean that you can't roll. It means that I can be eventually learning how to run. <laughs> We're going to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much for joining us and sharing your advice. It is impressive. For our listeners, please go to Kev's website. It's kevbishop.com. You can find a link in the description to this episode. Order her book. Talk to her because Kev is just amazing. Listen, so if you're down in the dumps right now or if you've got a career and you're wondering, am I in the right direction, I really urge you to contact Kat. Get her book, The Long Win. She's someone that's worth you to listen to for coaching and so on. And she just fabulous. Thank you Thank so you, much Kat. for having me. Yeah, great conversation. Thank right. you. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.